0: All right, Mr. News, hit it! The Donald Trump immigration and border protection policy, pro-America policy, being trashed right now by a bunch of radicals in Washington, D.C. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and The PC police are not getting in. Sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report.
1: There was a time, a time before cable... When the local anchor man reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Here's what's happened thus far in the first three weeks we stopped building the wall. We've halted deportations. We canceled Remain in Mexico policy, withdrew from asylum agreements with Triangle Nations. We eliminated advanced vetting for terrorists, reinstated catch and release. Uh, We're uh, considering canceling the public charge rule. We're ending travel restrictions with uh, countries with national security concerns. Do you believe that the sum total of these policies will lead to more illegal immigration?
0: I do not, and I would be guided by facts and evidence. Okay, appearance. stop but, tape, stop tape, stop tape. This is Nira Tandon, the Joe Biden nominee for Office of Management Budget. And that is Lindsey Graham, the schizophrenic senator from South Carolina, trying to get some answers out of this woman. And he asked about uh, tax policy, uh, he asked uh, a whole host of things, and then he went to uh, immigration. And he listed all of the items on the, hat, the hatchet list from the Biden administration, hacking away, hacking away at what Donald Trump did for the last four years on behalf of all Americans, including this idiot Nira Tandon sitting there just waiting for the rubber stamp from the Schumer Senate so she can go in there and wreak havoc. Office management and budget is a very, very important key position. But more broadly speaking, this is an attack, an internal attack, on the very sovereignty of this country. What is more important to national security than a solid pro-America immigration policy and a well-protected border? You have no country without a border. You have no state without a border. You have no county without a border. You have no city without a border. You have no home without a border. And this is the way I encourage people to think about immigration policy and and border policy. Would you allow anybody into your home without knowing who they are first? Any reasonable, rational person, outside of a few straggler hippies that remain in San Francisco, would say, no, not going to let anybody into my house who I don't know, who haven't been vetted. You know, you're not going to just let the Amazon delivery guy into your home and and run amok. You're not going to leave your door open. That's the border policy. The immigration policy is the Amazon guy at your door. Leave it at the door. I don't want you in my house. I don't know who you are, Amazon delivery guy. That's immigration policy. This is what Donald Trump did. You stay in your country. You go through the process. And if you happen to be residing and a citizen of a country that harbors terrorism, that foments terrorism that is anti-American through and through, then we're probably not going to let you into our country. That, effectively, was the Donald Trump immigration policy. It's common sense. It's pro-America. And as far as the border policy is concerned, the Amazon guy is at your door. Would you let the Amazon guy in not knowing who he or she is? Of course not. Would you... Take the door, the front door, off of your house and say, come on in, anybody? Would you open up all the windows and have a neon sign saying, come on in, folks, I don't know who you are. You're welcome uh, in my home, even though I don't know who you are. That's border policy. That's my example of how border policy was during the Obama administration. And if you liked what happened in the Obama administration, you'll love What is beginning to happen in the Biden administration? A complete and total turnaround, 180, of what Donald Trump worked so hard for over the last four years, and that is securing a sovereign country made up of 50 states, made up of multiple counties within those states, made up of... Tens of thousands of cities within those counties, within those states, within the United States. This is the number one job of the federal government. When the framers of the Constitution put the Constitution together, they knew that in this federalist system, in a strong federal government system that was developing at the time in 1787 because of James Madison, this is what he wanted, and he didn't get everything he wanted, but he was in favor of a strong federal government for national security reasons, among others. And so the framers knew that it would be the job of this new federal government, the Article I branch in particular, Congress, to secure this republic. And back then, of course, it was only 13 colonies, didn't have a southern border that butted up against. Another country, aka Mexico. We didn't have all that property uh, at that point. But they knew that this fledgling nation, the United States, must be secure one way or another, and that would be the job of the federal government. The Article I branch would pass naturalization laws, they called it back then, aka immigration laws, and the Article II branch was sworn to uphold these immigration laws. And so over the years, we've had layer upon layer upon layer of very pro-America, pro-border security, pro-common-sense immigration law peppered with a bunch of crazy, radical, anti-American immigration bills that have been signed uh, into law. Which ones are being enforced? Which ones supersede the other? It's crazy. It's 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 intertwined and it, and it it leaves Americans in confusion. Which is the border? Which are the border laws that are being enforced? And and which aren't? Which are the immigration laws that are being chain migration? It's not really a law, is it? It's a policy more than anything else. And these crazy policies that allow terrorists into our country, like the crazy nutcase terrorists that that killed a slew of people in New York not too long ago during the Obama administration. By the way, think about it. Over these last four years during the Trump administration, we didn't have any major terrorist attacks, did we? We didn't have any nutcase terrorists come into this country and attack Americans, did we? We had sane, pro-America, Immigration policy. But now it's being all undone. And if you live in San Diego or El Paso, any kind of border region, Yuma, Arizona, look out. Because the Biden administration is beginning to release people that were being held. And they're saying, come on up now to these so-called refugees. Hey, listen. The United States probably should help some refugees that are being persecuted. I can think of North Korea, for example. Fine. But the -the run-of-the-mill poor person who happens to live in Honduras or Guatemala? No. And so these people come up here and they exploit these loopholes saying, hey, I'm being persecuted down in Guatemala. You need to let me in the United States. That was stopped effectively effectively under the Trump administration. And he said, hey, you've come to our border illegally. And so you're going to have to wait, not in the United States, but you're going to have to wait in your home country or possibly in Mexico. Why Mexico would allow them to just sit there, I don't know. I don't know. So these people had to either wait in Mexico or wait in Guatemala or wait in Honduras. And then their case would come up, they'd be reviewed, and they could come to the border, and they could get access to our system. Now, all of that's being reversed. All of that's being undone. Effectively, catch and release is being renewed now. This is the border policy from the Obama administration for eight long, suffering years. So if you live in California, in Southern California... In San Diego or Los Angeles, doesn't matter, anywhere in California, anywhere in Arizona, anywhere in Texas, you are under attack. You are under attack by a radical administration that is undoing common sense, pro-America border and immigration policy. And so you better brace for an increase in crime. I don't care about the COVID thing. Yeah, the COVID is just an excuse, is a temporary excuse to possibly keep people in Mexico or in their home countries south of Mexico. We need long-term, common-sense border policy, and that's what we had under the Trump administration prior to COVID. And yeah, X amount of these people are going to be bringing with them COVID, X amount of they're going to be bringing with them typhoid fever or tuberculosis. Tuberculosis in this country was virtually wiped out. Not too long ago, you know, about 20 years ago or so, 25 years ago, TB almost gone. And now all of a sudden it's back. Why? Why would TB make a comeback in this country? Just use some common sense, you radicals. Why is TB making a comeback in the United States? Because of legal immigration? No. Because people who come here legally are tested for these things and have to show paperwork. You want to come in our country? You've got to be clean. You've got to be healthy. TB is making a comeback because illegal immigration surged under, in particular, the Obama administration. And so Donald Trump comes in here and says, Hey, let's secure our border, build the wall. Well, guess what, folks? That funding for the wall that the president fought so hard for and Congress fought so hard against, yet the president was able to finagle through creative budgeting, if you will, creative spending, our tax dollars to secure our southern border. All that hard work, about $25 billion, stopped, done. The Biden administration, Joe Biden, with one stroke of the pen, it's over. Building of the wall is over. And I'm going to make a um, a prediction here. And I don't like to do that very much because I don't have a crystal ball in front of me. But I'm going to bet you that parts of the wall are going to be dismantled as a, some sort of symbolic measure from this radical administration called the Biden administration. And they're going to do it in some key areas, like possibly south of El Paso. And say... Hey, you know what? We're going to cut little holes in the wall. Come on up. And they're going to tell the border agents, back off. Remember, during the Obama administration, the Border Patrol wasn't the Border Patrol. They were off the Border Patrol. The Obama administration actually removed border agents from the border. And now we have these edicts from the new Biden administration. Department of Homeland Security has effectively neutered ICE. ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, is effectively been told don't do your job anymore in terms of following up on people who have entered this country illegally. ICE's job is to remove those people. Well, the Biden administration has said freeze. Don't do that. Don't do your job. And by the way, ICE had been working on a plan for, for many months to go after, in particular, hardcore criminals, illegals, in this country. And remember, as the president pointed out many years ago, and I said prior to him, we don't get the best and the brightest illegals. Some of them are good people, some of them are not. We don't know. That's the whole problem with illegal immigration. You don't know who's coming into your house. You don't know if they have TB spreading in your house. You don't know if they're a sex offender. Well, ICE, under the Trump administration, was setting up to go after the sex offenders, peppered all throughout the United States. Case after case after case of an illegal attacking a child or raping a woman. Serial rapers. Serial Child molesters. They're out there. And the Biden administration said, okay, freeze everything. And so ICE is saying, well, I guess we got to freeze that too. And now, and now comes along George Soros into the picture. You want to know about George Soros? You want to know how evil and maniacal George Soros is? Well, I will tell you, but not before we get to talk to the gentleman who is the director of litigation at the Immigration Reform Law Institute, a very important organization, as there are many in the private sector, nonprofit, that's trying to bring some common sense back to a crazy, radical mindset in Washington, D.C. Joining me now is the director of litigation at Immigration Reform Law Institute, Christopher Hayek. Christopher... Effectively, if, if you liked the Obama, Obama administration, you'll love what the Biden administration is doing because they're setting the stage. They're actively tearing apart the last four years of the Trump administration, pro-America, pro-common sense. I call it border policy as well as immigration policy and rolling back to what we had for the last uh, eight years prior to President Trump. You agree with that perspective?
1: Yes, it's, it's either that or it's even worse. It's uh, it's truly crazy uh, ideas that they've implemented. And uh, I, I think that um, that is actually a legal advantage if you're going to challenge them in court because uh, agency actions can't be what they call arbitrary and capricious. And uh, that, that basically means crazy and irrational. Right. Uh, and these are.
0: Now, your whole duty at, at this uh, organization, the abbreviation is IRLI, out of Washington, D.C., is to challenge, using the legal process, um, crazy immigration policies like we're seeing layered um, on uh, the American people right now. But, you know, the interesting thing is, as a someone who studies the Constitution a little bit, the framers of the Constitution probably would have never wanted you to exist. I'm no offense by that at all. But the Article Three branch of government really has no role and should have no role in what they used to call naturalization, immigration policy. But really, this is the only way to get relief when you have an administration like the Biden administration and like we have with the Obama administration. The only relief is the Article Three branch of government, correct?
1: Right, the courts. Um, the courts come in because not because they make policy, but because Congress delegated to agencies such as the Department of Homeland Security, the ability to make a lot of immigration policy. And but that when they do it, it's part of the law that they have to use reasoned decision making and explain what they're doing and give reasons and account for all factors and so forth. And if they don't do that, it means what they're. Insane and uh, and the courts uh, will, will find it unlawful, uh, wh- whether the, the founding fathers would have wanted uh Congress to delegate all this authority to executive agencies is, is uh, of course, uh, unclear. It's probably something they never thought of.
0: No, and they gave it actually to the Article I branch. And then, of course, the Article One branch has, has allowed the Article II branch to, to divvy it out to Department of Homeland Security, for example, and once you get a, a radical president in the Oval Office who doesn't care about a secure border and doesn't care about who comes into our house, as I call it, Um, then you have a problem, and the only relief uh, is the courts. And Texas, you folks are talking about what Texas is doing, and God bless Texas, for standing up to radical policy. What is Texas doing right now in terms of trying to mitigate what is going on in the Biden administration vis-a-vis immigration policy?
1: Well, we filed an amicus brief in that case, and uh, what's happening is the Biden administration has paused all removals or deportations of aliens illegal aliens um, even those subject to uh, a final order of removal by a court just say we're not going to remove anybody except known terrorists for 100 days and by law they have to remove them within 90 days so texas is very upset about this because what ice is going to have to do is release a ton of people most of whom are criminals back on the streets They're not terrorists, but they are other kinds of criminals. And the administration offered no justification for this at all. And and so that makes it unlawful. And they're also supposed to go through a process called public notice and comment to get people who know something about it to uh, comment on this idea. And they didn't get that. So for those two reasons alone, it's unlawful. And uh, the court, in fact, in the Southern District of Texas issued a temporary restraining order on it, and now we're trying to get a preliminary injunction uh, so that will continue to be enjoined by the court.
0: It's unfortunate you have to go this route, really. Again, the Constitution and the framers of the Constitution uh, didn't want this to happen, but this is where we are, and in the end, uh, Christopher, you're stuck with whoever judge you're in front of, Right. So you could be uh, in front of what I call an Obama judge, and, and you might not get a favorable ruling unless you get in front of a constitutional judge, correct?
1: Yes, that's right. I mean, in in, in the Trump administration, uh, the other side would bring lawsuit after lawsuit against everything he did, even though it was perfectly in line with the law. It was just tougher or better enforcement than there had been before because there was a crisis. And so, so they would these groups would bring the uh, lawsuits in the Northern District of California where radical judges would just uh, find something and issue an injunction, and then that would go to the Ninth Circuit, which was pretty uh, left wing that was changed somewhat under Trump. but at the end it went to the Supreme Court and that and, and the Supreme Court w- would reverse these lower courts. Here it, it is a good thing that in the, in the end we had the Supreme Court on our side pretty much mm-hmm. as Trump's opponents did not.
0: Right. We also have the Constitution on our side, but that doesn't seem to matter all that much. Um, do you see what I see here effectively that we're going to see Obama administration 2.0 trying to develop here? I mean, we're already seeing signs, um, you know, the border wall is being uh, the funding for it is is cut off now. Joe Biden, you know,
1: I right. he would true. do it
0: and, and he's he's he did it. And so uh, that's another message, by the way. All these things that this administration does sends message to people south of the border who are thinking about violating our sovereignty. So when you step back and you look at the big picture for the next four years, people like you, you're going to be a very busy guy, first of all. And secondly, people like myself who happen to care about our sovereignty at our southern border and our northern border, I care about our sovereignty overall and care about letting people into this country who want to destroy it, um, we better fasten our seatbelts because we're going to see it all over again, aren't
1: we? Oh, it's terrifying. And it's, it'll be, if if it's not stopped, it'll be worse than, than Obama. Why is that? Uh, I mean, Tom, Tom Homan was uh, Obama's acting head of ICE, Mm -hmm. And then he continued under Trump because Trump thought he was doing a good job. He's very uh, pro enforcement and is uh, terribly opposed to, uh, these uh, new new initiatives and is, uh, is helping to fight them. Um, it's my, it looks like it'll be worse. Uh, any asylum seeker could just get in if they have a, a plausible sounding case, even if it's totally meritless and they're just going to be released into the United States. And then they won't be deported because when the, the administration comes up with its priorities, they won't be on them. They're, they're, they'll only be deporting, Super serious criminals and terrorists and, and the like—it's uh, it, really an open an open invitation for anyone to come in uh, and and just not be vetted at all and disappear and, and not be bothered again.
0: Yeah, and so effectively, what we're going to see is catch and release. It already yes. is effectively uh, underway, right?
1: Right, and they're doing that for for uh, they're not even doing COVID tests. Um, even though the CDC has an order that they're supposed to do that and, and return people who are not, uh, uh, you know, who, who test positive or, or could have COVID. And uh, uh, that's being dismantled. Um, even, this is even such a slap in the face. Think, to a, what? I just think
0: this is such a slap in the face to people like the angel, angel parents. Who is. And there's the, going to
1: be, I hate to say it, and it, but there's going to be more of that. And uh, it's, and and it's, it's that it's also Americans who lose jobs. I mean, Americans are having a hard time finding jobs now, and uh, this is, they'll lose them to illegal aliens, or uh, um, I guess criminal aliens who've been released. And uh, it's, it's terribly, you know, it's very much against the national interest for a number of reasons. I mean, the the big picture one is that it's going to pauperize. Uh, large segments of of America, because it'll lower wages, and and that's just it's astonishing that that's something the Democratic Party is dedicated to.
0: And, and if if, if, time. if you're an American and you live in a sanctuary city, or a sanctuary county, or a sanctuary state. You better brace yourself because you're going to be uh, under assault with these these illegals that are coming in. And we know the Biden administration is already releasing illegals who I'm one of these crazy people, by the way, Christopher, who happen to believe that if you are an illegal, you've come into this country illegal, you are a criminal to begin with. Um, But these sanctuary areas better be ready because they're going to see a spike in crime. They're going to see uh, a spike in unemployment, as you uh, point out. They're going to see a spike in a lot of bad things uh, that used to be protected by the rule of law.
1: Right. And, you know, you better practice uh, defensive driving because there's going to be more more drunk drivers on the roads. And even that won't work if you're sitting in a red light and they blindside you.
0: Right.
1: Which happens over and over.
0: It does. And that's how a lot of angel parents have become to be uh, angel parents. Uh, Well, Christopher, if folks want to help your organization, is there um, a way uh, they can do so? Can they go to your website?
1: Yes, they can go to our website, which is www.irli.org, R-I-L-I.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Uh, God bless you uh, for the great work that you're doing. Christopher Hayek uh, with the Immigration Reform Law Institute. He is the director of litigation. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Graham. All Americans should be upset at what the Biden administration is doing and what the previous, previous administration, the Obama administration, did to our border policy and our immigration policy. They let in criminals. I'm sorry. I'm one of these old school people who believes if you enter our house illegally, a.k.a. the United States, you're a criminal. By definition, you are a criminal, you have violated federal law. No one wants to say that anymore. They're coming here out of love. Those caravans come into the border. They're coming to the United States out of love because they love the United States and they love their family. And they're just coming here to work. Yet we know how many criminals are in our prisons and our jails who are in this country illegally. And you know what's going to happen. This whole sanctuary craziness in particular in California and other cities and states dotted even within red states like Texas, the sanctuary craziness is going to be doubled down. You won't be pursued if you're an illegal in jail, and that's redundant, by the way, but if you're an illegal and you happen to be caught committing a crime in this country, there's going to be a wall between you in jail and when you get out of jail or prison and the federal government. And the federal government's not going to talk at all. Of course, we saw this during the Obama administration. It was hard enough during the Trump administration for ICE, federal officials, DHS, to do their job and to pick off these illegals when they were released because we know that places like Los Angeles and San Francisco insulated these illegals who committed crimes in our country from being apprehended by the federal government so they could be thrown out of here. And along comes George Soros. And George Soros sees a great opportunity here, like he's seen with the district attorney races around the country and putting radicals like in Los Angeles County. There's a radical DA uh, running the show there now who's saying, hey, I'm not going to follow the law. You know that? Do you know that's what's going on in Los Angeles right now? Well, George Soros, this headline out of Breitbart, billionaire-funded Canadian initiative prepared the way for the public-private partnerships that will help pay for Biden's 2021 refugee surge. Now, George Soros wants to destroy the United States. We know this, right? And he's done a fabulous job at it, not just through the DA system, but many other non-governmental organizations. He's behind so much of the bad corruption and radical activity and anti-constitutional activity in this country. His job is to undermine everything that constitutional America stands for. And so in this case, he's pledged about a half a trillion dollars, a half a billion dollars, I should say, a half a billion dollars, 500 million dollars, through his open society to help facilitate so-called refugees out of their situations and and of course when you speak george soros ease what that means is he's trying to flood the united states with people from other countries here so they bring with them Whatever they bring with them, whatever baggage they bring with them, they're not coming here to assimilate. They're coming here as part of George Soros' plan to destroy and water down who and what we are as Americans and pay no attention whatsoever to our founding document, the United States Constitution. And so this is what George Soros is doing. And he's working in collaboration with the Biden White House, who is now starting to at least get some questions from the mainstream media about the immigration policy and the reversal. It's just a cursory, going through the motions question. And so Pajam Pisaki does get questioned once in a while about this roll tape but um when long-term holding uh solutions are impossible due to COVID 19 capacity limitations or other reasons some migrants are processed from removal provided a notice to appear stop it and- you notice she doesn't say illegal she says migrants they're just migrants they haven't violated our federal laws they haven't violated our sovereign border they're just migrants And they're given a ticket and a notice to appear. What do you think they do with that ticket, that notice to appear? Hmm? (laughs) We know. We know that most of them never show up for their court appearance. Of course not. They're illegal. Why would they? They don't even speak English, most of them. They're working their ways into our society, using churches, using family members who are here, who are hiding them using these anti-American George Soros-based and funded organizations to hide from law enforcement, to hide from us, to attack our sovereignty by just being here and to fundamentally undermine the United States Constitution and what we stand for as Americans, the rule of law. Illegal immigration in all its various forms, using the so-called refugee term, is an attack on who and what we are, and the rule of law and Americans must stand up and say no. You must stand up to this attack on our sovereignty, little by little by little we're we're seeing our country slip away, and God bless President Trump for the work that he did in securing our border and bringing common sense border and immigration policy back to 300 million Americans at least for for four years President Trump who's now been impeached quote twice this is what Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer wanted all along they want to be able to say oh he's the first president to be impeached twice big deal he was also acquitted twice but we have a lot of work to do in this country ladies and gentlemen We have a lot of work to do, a lot of constitutionally-based work. And on GrahamLedger.com, on my website, GrahamLedger.com, is the ledger register question, and that is regarding impeachment. Is constitutional impeachment permanently damaged by partisan Democrats' political weaponization of it? Kind of a leading question. (laughs) Is it permanently damaged? Well, I suppose we need to ask my 25-year-old daughter, what do you think about impeachment? well, I guess you just do it every day. It's not what the framers of the Constitution wanted, but you know now it's what Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer have decided impeachment is, and that's just a political weapon. It's not intended to be a political weapon. It's intended to be a constitutional effort of last resort. So when you go on there, you can answer the Ledger Register question. You can also subscribe free to this podcast. Just hit the subscribe free button in the upper right uh, if you ha- haven't subscribed uh, already. If you'd like to book me to speak, there's a little tab that says book ledger to speak. I have limited time um, and engagements available. Um, You can also learn about Fix California, my plan to fix the once golden state. Yes, we need to recall Gavin Newsom, but I think uh, we need to put some permanent stops in place. Just like President Trump tried to do at the border. The Trump immigration and border policy was common sense, immigration, and border policy. And it is now, unfortunately, being trashed by a bunch of radicals in Washington, D.C. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way at the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.